Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your Monday Moment. Three leadership habits you have to unbuckle. Now we've all heard, buckle up when the ride gets bumpy. Most of us have even said, buckle up buttercup when things that work get tricky. But what happens when that mode becomes a habit? What happens when a leader is always bracing for impact? That leader develops dangerous habits. Whether it's constant behavior miles away from what's authentic, or simple actions that one forgets in the mayhem of a sticky situation, some habits need to be undone and unbuckled when the threat of impact has passed. More importantly, these habits then need to be replaced with better ones. This Monday Moment shares both sets of habits and a few recommendations. The first of which is ignoring biases. Now in the field of emotional intelligence, it can nearly not be stressed enough that we all operate under our own natural bias. We can become aware of them quite by accident in a resolved misunderstanding. Leaders can raise their awareness acutely through the use of a profile or assessment. But with awareness must then come action and continual conscious effort to remain aware, taking action to overcome what comes naturally. A leader all buckled in and comfortable with their own way of doing things with little or no awareness of how they come across to those who are different is not leading effectively long term. A leader who is buckled up figuratively and stresses every time they have to coach someone who's different is ignoring their biases. The bias to do only what we feel is best or is easiest or comes naturally keeps us constrained and only able to really lead effectively those who are the same in personality. Unbuckle the bias safely and begin to practice understanding and the act of then meeting the needs and communication styles of those you lead. Secondly, using autopilot. Not unlike the habit of unbuckling our biases, some believe leadership can truly be done on autopilot. It can't. And a leader who tries this approach will nearly always revert back to old habits. Or they'll fake it so long without actually learning new skills in connecting, communicating, motivating, and engaging others that one day in a moment of high stress, they'll lose it or shut down and their relationships will come crashing down around them. Some actions can be put on maintenance mode and done seemingly automatically, but working with people is not one of them. A leader must turn off the autopilot feature, unbuckle themselves from their comfy driver's seat, and go out and connect with the people. It means being as fully engaged as you want those employees you lead to be. It means not dialing it in, 
and taking care of yourself in such a way that you have the energy to remain present and always thinking about the best solution. It means not checking out or relying too much on technology. After all, if your plane were going down, you'd want the pilot to use the latest autopilot feature and technology, but you'd also want him or her fully aware of all other creative solutions and to be fully engaged in the process of landing the bird safely. The best leaders use autopilot selectively, but never let it become their leader. And finally, the habit to unbuckle that's called failure to manage. At holiday time, or after a great big meal, you might undo the belt a bit, or even just give up and wear elastic. Getting promoted and leading is not unlike taking in enormous amounts at a good meal. The workflow changes, the hours in the day to get caught up lessen, the numbers of things you try to manage change daily or hourly in some cases. Yet, if you fail to effectively manage your time or your intake, you'll end up having to work harder to manage the stress. If you fail to manage your discipline and focus, there will be times when it's obvious you're unable to manage the stress. Those reactions you let fly when stressed will then create more and more for you to manage. Leaders new to people development can sometimes lose sight of the need to continue to also manage the numbers and their time, key metrics, and the numbers produced by others. They become complacent in those areas, finding positions for those who fail to perform instead of managing them out. They make excuses for issues being able to continue because they're focused on their relationships with people and don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. One must do both actions when leading. One must manage the administrative things and or delegate them effectively, as well as manage the issues and those who prove not a fit and all of the numerical logistics. In addition to leading the needs of the team and the organization in which they have the privilege of leading. The art of unbuckling is not a concept frequently paired with changing habits. But think about it. Don't we get married to a certain comfortable way of doing things and continue to just loosen our belt a little to remain comfortable and convinced that our eating hasn't gotten completely out of our control? Maybe it's time to unbuckle completely from some of the habits to which you've grown attached before they do some real damage, even if at a minimum, giving you the impression that things are much more under control than what's reality. I'm Monica Wofford, and that's your Monday moment. Have a great week, an even better Monday, and of course, stay contagious.